Hey, I'm Dave. And a fun fact about me is that I'm Kate's producer for The Daily Dollop. Kate's taken a well-earned break this week, so we thought we'd go back into the archives and reheat some of the most downloaded episodes over the last year. So enjoy The Daily Dollop Reheated. Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. of The Daily Dollop, I'm going to talk about quitting sugar and the eight key mistakes that people make when they embark on this dietary change. Let me help you avoid all the stress of this process. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show today. This is The Daily Dollop. And today's episode is birthed from love for you and just a general belief that there's so much merit in learning from the mistakes of others. And from our own mistakes, it's one of my key values in life. For those of you who are joining the show for the first time, my name is Kate Freeman. I'm a registered nutritionist and the founder of the Healthy Eating Hub and the Healthy Eating Clinic. Fun fact about me is that I have anxiety for packing for a trip, like trip packing anxiety. I don't even know if that's a thing, but I... I have some issues around packing. So, okay, a couple of key things that happens when there's an event or an outing or we're going away for the weekend or for a holiday is I just, one, I leave it to the last minute and then I just tip over into this panic mode because my brain goes blank. It's like I can't think of what I should pack or bring and they're like, you know, we're going to have a picnic and Brad, my husband, will be like, can you, you know – um, pack the picnic stuff and I literally like look at him and I'm like what 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 does that mean I bring and he's like you know plates cutlery napkins I just I don't know I freak out I go into panic mode and I can't think and I think it comes from the fact that I am a perfectionist I hate making mistakes hence why I have this value of learning from them and I've just so shown up to so many events or gone on so many holidays and trips where I've forgotten things and Everybody else is literally like, seriously, Kate, how did you not remember that? And I don't know. I just am not good at it. So the great thing is, is that my husband is excellent at it, at it and he just does it for me now to the point where he like packs my underwear or my clothes. I just like sometimes I go on trips and it's so exciting because I'm like, what is in my bag? What am I going to wear? And I don't know. And it's so exciting. Anyway, there you go. I, I've just decided that that's not an area of my life I plan to improve because I really enjoy him packing for me <laughs> and just the, oh, just the anticipation of, of what my clothes will be for the weekend. It's a great moment. Anyway, on to today's show where we're talking about the eight mistakes that people make when they try and quit sugar. Of course, we know that too much sugar in our diet is not good for us. We were all brought up knowing even before Sarah Wilson created a program or before David Gillespie wrote his book, Sweet Poison, right? We all knew that eating too many lollies and things like that, having too many sweets and cakes was not good for our health. So it's not new information. It just turned into this cult following of like quitting and this 
almost elitist attitude of being, I'm just not eating these things anymore in my diet rather than taking a more balanced approach to it of just making them occasional parts of the way we do our life. And so as a nutritionist, of course, I'm all for reducing our intake of ultra processed foods that are high in sugar and fats and salts um, and, and low in nutrients. So low in vitamins, minerals and fiber. However, the whole concept of quitting sugar has actually become a real challenge both for health professionals and nutritionists and dietitians in terms of them helping clients. But the general public are pretty confused now about sugar because the truth is biochemically sugar is a slightly different thing to then table white sugar. Um, but they're also the same thing. And essentially if you wanted to completely and a hundred percent quit sugar, the only things you could eat were meat and oil because sugar exists in various quantities in every other foods, both naturally occurring or ultra processed. And so the concepts of quitting sugar when this stuff first started hitting the media really didn't sit right with me because I was like, oh, but that's a bit dumb. Like, because, you know, when you eat things like, um, bread or um, sweet potato or brown rice, the starch in that gets broken down into glucose, which is sugar, and then absorbed into your bloodstream. And that's supposed to happen. So I was kind of like, oh, like quitting sugar feels like a really weird thing to do. And and subsequently, I've, I've still feel more, um, I guess, like solid in my belief of this because I've seen so many people make these mistakes over the years that has just led them to either really disordered eating practices, anxiety around food, um, you know, high restriction leading to binging and just, yeah, just general misery and stress around sugar. So I want to either help you break free of these mistakes if you're making them or stop you from making them in the first place. So I've got eight to get through. Here we go. So the first mistake is that they cut out fruit. And so a lot of um, of the sugar quitting programs out there do like this special staggered approach where you like take it all out and then you gradually put it all, you know, the natural ones back in. As, there, as if there's like some special like reset button or something on your body. Nah, look, that's silly. You know, you don't have to detox or reset your system. Fruit, yes, naturally contains sugar, just like other foods do like dairy and um, grains and nuts and seeds and some vegetables, right? You don't need to cut them out to do anything special to your body. And in fact, fruit is actually sugar delivered to your body in a really healthy package. And if you check out my episode on sugar where I talk about an apple and a can of Coke, that will help you understand even further why fruit is so important. It's highly nutrient-dense. You do want to be mindful, however, of when we concentrate fruit sugars through some kind of processing. So fruit juices concentrates the sugars. So does drying fruit, you know, processing fruit into fruit bars or, you know, like date-based desserts and things like that. That's where we need to be a little bit more mindful because we're concentrating the sugars and we're just making them easy for us to overeat and consume too much Certainly, you can eat too much fruit, but it's certainly more difficult to do than 
eat too many Tim Tams, right? So don't cut out for it. You do not need to do that. Second is that I see people become really afraid of packaged food. Now, the problem is, is that you can have perfectly healthy foods that contain, naturally contain sugar, but because they're in a packet, because they've either had some kind of processing or they're just put in a packet for transportation or something. They then have a nutrition information panel on them, which shows sugar. People turn it around, read the nutrition information panel, see the sugar and be like, ah, this is sugar in it. And then they're like freaking out. Um, For example, you'll see sugar on a tin of tuna and four bean mix. There will be sugar on that nutrition information panel, but you don't need to worry about it. Um, because if we look more broadly at this food, we'll see that it's actually quite nutritious. And even though, yep, it's in a packet and it's had a bit of processing, tuna and four bean mix is a really great healthy option because there's lots of nutrients in there as well. Um, And the type of food processing that it's gone through hasn't really altered the nutrition very much at all. There are some processed foods that you do need to be mindful of. Soft drink, lollies, cordial, Milo, hot chocolates, you know, flavoured milks, um, desserts and ice creams, you know, cakes, biscuits, slices, donuts, right? They're the ones where we just need to be mindful of our intake. The third mistake is that they cut out milk and sugar. So milk naturally contains a sugar called lactose, which gets broken down into glucose and fructose and then absorbed by our gastrointestinal tract. If you look at the nutrition information panel, of milk, you will see sugar on that panel. You do not need to stress about that. As well as yogurts, there will be, even in a natural yogurt that has no sugar added, there will be the sugar that naturally occurs in milk still in that yogurt as a base. Now, some yogurts will have some added sugar to sweeten them, but in the scheme of your overall diet, you're obviously not building your whole diet out of sweetened yogurt. It is absolutely fine to include a slightly sweetened yogurt as part of your whole day um, and not worry about the added sugar in that. And certainly, if there are a number of brands that you like to eat and you want to check the nutrition information panels and choose the one with the lowest amount of sugar, great. But if there's one that you do like to eat and its sugar content is a little bit higher than another brand, but you don't like it, I mean, that's silly. Just, Just eat the one you like. Yogurt is still a really nutritious food despite any kind of added sugar to it. There are there are other things where you can make changes to your diet, in my opinion, that don't need to involve sweetened yogurt. The next one is that they become paranoid about every sugar. Now, I've seen this in action in that I had a person start pretty innocently quitting sugar, and this is before they came and saw me, and it got to the point where – you know, it started with the soft drink and the lollies and the cakes, so the really obvious foods. And then it but then it started progressing to things like fruit, to things like um, breakfast cereals. And certainly some breakfast cereals have more sugar than others. But it just started getting more and more restrictive, her diet, to the point where she was actually then Googling the nutrition information of vegetables and higher sugar vegetables like capsicums or carrots or snow peas, she was starting to cut them out as well. And so it can get to the point where you can become pretty obsessed with this and your diet will just become more and more narrow because sugar naturally occurs in all vegetables, fruits, legumes, nuts, seeds, milk, yogurt, and cheese. Um, So 
you can't quit all sugar, nor do you need to be paranoid about every sugar as well. I'm going to link to an article in the show notes about one that I wrote, which is you don't have to worry about the sugar in these foods, which just talks about this in more detail. The next mistake is that they start believing other random advice from the wellness expert. And this annoys the poopery out of me. I don't know. Is that even a word? Porkery. It just annoys me. I get annoyed. I get annoyed at the woo because, you know, there's some really great messages in a lot of um, those programs, which are, you know, increasing your vegetable intake, more whole foods, less ultra processed foods. Great. But then there's like weird things like, oh, take this special, you know, gummy gelatin thing to, to heal your gut or take this special like drop thing to put under your tongue to like boost your metabolism. I don't know. And there's, they, chucking all these wanky things on top which just drowns out the general message of making balanced sustainable changes to your diet oh it just annoys me so just i don't know find someone like me who has no woo i'll I'll promise you there will be no woo next mistake is that they don't eat enough vegetables and this this mistake and just this whole principle is something that I'm really passionate about in that good nutrition is actually more about what you do eat rather than what you don't eat. So yes, absolutely, if you're eating lots of um, high sugary ultra processed foods every day, reducing them is 100% one change that you can make to improve your health. However, if you're not actually adding in more vegetables, adding in some good pieces of fruit, adding in some whole um, legumes or grains, right, nuts and seeds, adding in these good quality nutritious foods, then you're actually missing the point of what nutrition is. So don't forget to add some healthy whole foods into your diet as opposed to just being like, I'm not eating sugar. And that's all you're focusing on. Another mistake that I see super frequently is that they eat too much fat. And so the, the, the carbohydrate and sugar haters of the world love fat because, you know, they sort of starting – a lot of the high-fat foods tend to have a lot less carbohydrate or sugar in them just naturally. Mind you, a lot of ultra-processed foods – they get blamed for being unhealthy because of their sugar content. But most ultra processed foods have a high sugar and high fat. And it's, the you know, we're eating two together, making them super delicious because sugar and fat is yummy um, and easy to overeat, but also, you know, high energy. But sometimes is along with the quit sugar message in the wellness industry and on different programs is the Fat is not bad for you. Fat is back. Put butter in your coffee and full cream milk is where it's at and do all these like crazy things with fat. Um, Now, certainly we went through a phase of being really anti-fat and, you know, nutrition has moved on from focusing on the individual nutrients and most of the scientific research is starting to focus more on dietary patterns and looking at whole foods as opposed to individual nutrients. And so we certainly don't need to be as pedantic with our dietary fats as we used to, but it's balance, right? We've just gone from one extreme to the other as opposed to finding the healthier middle ground. And also knowing that, you know, there are different dietary preferences for individuals within that as, as well. 
So my recommendation with fats would be to just enjoy them in moderation as part of a balanced diet that's rich in vegetables and going for your more whole food or minimally processed options. Doesn't mean you can't eat a processed food. For example, aioli is high in fat and it's a processed food and I eat it and I love it. Freaking love aioli. In fact, condiments are just a vehicle. Food is just a vehicle for the condiment. Love aioli so much. This is an aioli appreciation moment right now. So, you know, things like nuts and seeds, avocado, extra virgin olive oil, other nuts and seeds, you know, 100% nut seed butters are great ways to include some fat into your diet. I don't know. I wouldn't put butter in my coffee and go like crazy amounts of fat in my diet. There actually isn't any evidence to back up a dietary pattern like that. Lastly is they don't eat enough. This is the last mistake. They don't eat enough throughout the day. And so along with quitting sugar, they also often embark on a restrictive eating pattern where they're not actually eating enough of other foods. They might be eating healthy foods, but they're still being quite restricted. And of course, they become hungry. And then the chocolate office fundraiser box calls to them at 3 p.m., come and eat me, Um, you know, and sure enough, they do. Um, And so what I would suggest that you do if reducing sugar from your diet is on the agenda for you at the moment is just start to think about taking a more moderate approach and being mindful of some mindsets and beliefs that you might have that have been influenced by the wellness and the diet industry that are just a little bit unrealistic and unnecessary and start to to focus on adding some good nutritious foods into your diet then cutting things out. I know so many people that are frustrated by the fact that healthy eating is really hard to stick to, especially if they've spent so many years trying diet after diet and meal plan after meal plan. And I've just found, you know, after 16 years as a nutritionist, that at the end of the day, I believe that healthy eating is a skill. And so I created a unique program that helps people develop the skill of healthy eating. It combines micro learning, support, behavior change principles, right at your fingertips. And so instead of sticking to a diet, you are encouraged to change your behavior one habit at a time, as well as also delivering you heaps of achievable, practical nutrition advice, lots of recipes, food inspiration, things like that. Life's too short to live with food stress. To become a habit builder and not a crash dieter, join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com.au. Well, that's it for the show today. If you're liking what you're hearing, give me a review. Leave some five stars there. I would super love that. Share this podcast with a friend and we'll see you next time.